good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, hey, it's your girl Spiritually Ratchet, and I'm coming at y'all with a new episode, it's going down, (laughs) hey y'all, so it's been a little minute, you know what I'm saying, and I don't know, y'all. I'm sitting up here tonight with all these thoughts in my head, and I'm just like, you know, let me let it out. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long year, you know, and I feel like I'm still learning lessons from three years ago about me, you know, and why I say that, y'all, is that, you know, for those of you that don't know and ain't really kept up with my podcast, you know, or listened to any episodes before, You know, I've talked a couple times about, you know, my season of loneliness, my season of isolation, if that makes any sense. And, you know, I feel like that all started to begin with my when I was when I was dumped three years ago. And, you know, it really just dawned on me today that, you know, a lot of times we want love and we want to welcome love in. But we keep seeming to get dead ends. We keep seeming to get the wrong partners. We keep seeming to match with the same kind of badass men that we know is bad for us from the jump. And we can't seem to figure out why the fuck that is. Well, shit. I feel like for me, you know, it's been three years. But I truly don't believe I fully have let that go yet. And I know that's kind of weird to say because, you know, in three years, you expect yourself to be done and over individual and have moved forward. But I don't know if it was how I, I was dumped or what happened, but subconsciously, I let the words that he said dictate how everything has played out over the past three years for me, you know, um, And I'm really, y'all, I'm really just now seeing that for myself. And it's crazy because, you know, you go through the you go through the motions of dating and you go on all these dates and you meet men and you and you wonder, like, you know, okay, when is it going to be my when am I going to find somebody to just be like, you know, I want to be with you. I want more than just, you know, first of benefits. I want more than just, you know, I'm. I'm trying to figure out why do I keep meeting the men that still working on themselves? And you'd be like, okay, Lord. And I understand, you know, the power of manifestation. I understand that like attracts like. So something in there is a vibration that are still attracting these lower vibration carrying ass men. And why I say this is because Again, like equals like. We already know that. The law of attraction is always working. You know, whether we want it to, whether we don't want it to, you are going to be attracted to what your inner vibration is bringing about. And, you know, I guess it took this move for me to finally leave L.A., okay, and to place myself, you know, in an isolated area of where I'm at, you know, and... You know, I've been out on a couple dates since I've been here, and I'm just kind of seeing that, you know, it's not a change. You know, I thought, you know, okay, I'm going to leave one place with a type of men, and I'm just, no, I'm going to go somewhere else and be like, oh, well, here's better men, but it's me. I can go to every state in the world 
I'm still attract the same low vibrational ass men because I have a low vibration somewhere deep within inside me. And I truly, y'all, from the bottom of my heart, never noticed that I had this lower vibration about myself, if that makes any sense. Like, I let this person, you know, say when they thought about their happiness, they couldn't see me in it. So in my mind, it translated that I cannot make someone happy. Okay, now follow me, y'all. So subconsciously, I done put this in my forefront of my mind that something in me won't make somebody happy. And a lot of us love to say, you know, when you leave relationships, it's not them, it's, you, it's, it's not you, it's them. It's not you, it's them. But y'all, I eternalized that. I spent the last couple years trying to be everything for somebody. Like, everything. Every guy I meet, I try to show them that I could be everything you need. But I, I had to sit here and think. I said... You know, and this is all today knowledge, okay, you guys? This is not like yesterday's knowledge, day before knowledge. No, this is all today's knowledge, okay? I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn. Well, how was I when I attracted my last man? What kind of woman was I? Because I attracted him, if that makes any sense. And for some reason, I have lost sight of her because I, I thought that she was so undesirable. I probably buried the best pieces of me deep inside. And it took a date that I went on maybe about a month ago, maybe a little bit over a month ago. We're during a date, you know, one, the guy I really wasn't that physically attracted to, you know, that was part of the reason. The second part of the reason that I hadn't even acknowledged, you know, he said something at the end of the day. It was like, you know, you're really cold. And I was like, what? No, I'm not. I am not a cold individual. I'm really not. But then I thought about it. I have, you know, grown into a more emotionless state when it comes to dating. I have managed a system of micromanaging my emotions when I meet someone. That I don't just allow myself to be as free as I was three years ago prior to being dumped. You know, maybe, you know, now it, I have desperate on my forehead because I'm 30 years old and I'm still, you know, waiting on my happily ever after. I don't know. But I know there's a difference between this woman I am today and the girl and the woman that I was three years ago that attracted that individual. And a lot of people would be like, well, that's growth. That's what you want. You want that level up within yourself. But yes, you do. But you don't want to be disconnected. And I feel like I'm disconnected. I feel like although I've evolved so much, there's something that I'm disconnecting with within my inner being. My inner being has a, has a, a person that we've placed in our vault that I desire so badly. But then there's a disconnect with what I want and what I'm offering. Because there's a reason why I'm steady getting the same vibrational as low vibrational as men that keep attracting me over and over and over again. Because there's a piece of me that's just not quite ready to commit out of fear of that same rejection that I felt three years ago. Woo! Come on, y'all. Y'all ready for this message, okay? 
Because listen, that just hit me like a ton of bricks, y'all. That just hit me like a ton of bricks. Because it's the truth. A lot of us spend time wanting some ideal partner that we have manifested or we have dreamed of in our head. And we have a hard time understanding why we haven't met that person yet. Why do we keep meeting Tom and Bob and, and Sam that are offering a piece of the pie, but not the whole pie. And we keep blaming it on them and on them and on them. Well, they just don't get it. Well, they just don't see it. Well, I'm the motherfucking prize and wooty wooty woo and bam the bam the bam. But what if we just take a moment, just take a moment and say, what is it about me that's attracting them to me? What is it that I'm not fulfilling myself up enough that they have to rise up to meet me? That they're meeting me still on this lower energy and I'm allowing that interaction to take place. What is it? What is it? And then it dawned on me. Which I said, when was the last time that you allowed yourself to be that free with somebody as a relationship? And I can say, you know, that last relationship where I was dumped. And then I had something maybe about a year after that, that was a situationship. But the man was kind of on a borderline of verbally abusive towards me. And he was just not receptive. You know, he was very demeaning and condescending. And, you know, it kind of took my confidence about me. You know, kind of made me feel small. And he kind of got off by doing that to me. And I just didn't realize, y'all, that all this time, it's been a combination of that relationship that the man dumped me, plus the situation I got into after that, that's really just created this false narrative in my head of unworthiness that I had never even consciously knew about. Because consciously, I tell myself over and over again, I know what I deserve. I know what I'm worth. I know that I deserve this, this, that, and the bam. But how I know I have a disconnect with that is the men that keep coming to me. Because if I was truly connected with that belief, then I wouldn't be attracting low vibrational ass men to me. Because like attracts like. So then I have to continuously ask myself, what is it? What is it? And then it all hit me. I saw, I saw my ex, you know, on TV, casually watching a TV show. I was uh, randomly, I was just talking about him maybe a couple of days prior to my mom about, you know, how he got married and things like that. And, you know, at, when I first found out, probably about two years ago, it broke me. No lie. Now, looking back at that, I know that she's his person. When you look at them, you know that was his person. It wasn't supposed to be me. But part of me couldn't help but to feel like, well, what was wrong with me? And that's what we all do as humans. But I'm here to say, there's nothing wrong with you. That person may have just not been, it was, that person was just supposed to be a piece of your story to make me grow deeper. And I feel like instead of me growing deeper and richer within myself, I kind of hid from myself for quite some time because I felt that that Jasmine wasn't good enough. So I pushed her to the side and disconnected from her level of love. So I've been going through the motions on these dates, offering love 
at a half-ass vibration. Wondering why I'm getting all these half-ass love offers. These half-ass men. These unconsistent-ass individuals. These men who don't have their shit together. And we all know that I need security. So I'm over here like, well, how the fuck do we fix this? Well, this is the first step, y'all, is acknowledging. The first step to any healing let me ever do is to acknowledge, acknowledge the pieces that we're playing in the problem. Because there is no problem that we are living today. Now, my situation is dated, but this could be applied to any aspect of your life, anything that you want. And what you want is not coming to you in the way it should be. If anything you want in this world that you desire so much and you're wondering why you keep getting a bad hand in it. Well, let's stop playing victim and figure out what it is that we're doing and what it is that we're, we're putting out there that's causing that to come back to us. Because that is what always happens. Whether we are aware of it or not, what we are doing on a constant basis, what we're saying to ourselves, the, inner, the interpersonal relationship that we have with ourselves is always reflecting back to us. Hell, I thought I was together. What? I thought I, listen... I am where I need to be. It's them. I keep putting the love out there. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with them because I keep putting out the best love there is smoking. But then I had to ask myself, well, are you Jasmine? And I'm guarded. I'm guarded. I I can't remember the last time I let my guards down with someone and I let them see me. Without the version that I wanted them to see. I mastered showing people the piece of me that I wanted them to see. The piece that's perfect. Instead of just showing what's imperfect about me. And letting that shine too. Because the right person will see every piece of me and find it to be beautiful. There won't be a piece of me that I would have to dim down for them to find beautiful. But it took me to get all these bad hands and all these terrible dates and to feel kind of used and to feel kind of lied to and manipulated and you name it. To be at my ends where it'd be like, you know what? Sierra prayer makes sense. People don't understand why the concept of that prayer makes sense. But they ain't never really been in a situation. A lot of men will never understand because men are not emotional creatures. One like that. You guys are, but you aren't. I said what I said. But as women, our whole makeup is love. Everything we do, everything we're a part of, everything we touch is love. That's all you want. As a little girl, you grow up just wanting love. Yeah, we want to be successful. Yeah, we want to be big boss business women. But our whole genetic DNA says we're supposed to be love and create love. So because of those aspects, it's hard to tell any woman at 30 years old to focus on everything else but love when that's all you know you were created to do and be. And I think part of me has said, don't focus on love. You become everything that you desire. And I got so wrapped up in my own success story I lost sight of myself, of the beautiful person that encapsulates love perfectly. 
because I thought the love that I got had to offer just wasn't good enough. And it has taken me three years to really see that. And although that person identified it with cold, I fully see why I have been in the boats that I've been in regarding my dating life. It has been just as much as me as it has been them. They would have never had the access to me had I had the right vibration within myself. That's just how it goes, unfortunately. But I just thought I'd get up here and I'd share a little bit of my testimony with y'all. You know, this is just part one of this uh, being single after 30 series, okay? Uh, (laughs) I might drop a part two. I might drop a part three. Hell, I might just leave this where it's at. Because it just needs to be let out and it just needs to be heard. Because there's so many of us right now that want these things. And have a hard time communicating to people what it is that we truly want and desire. You know, a lot of people think when you say, oh, I want a relationship that we're caught up in what we see on social media. With the relationship goals and the celebrities and things like that. And the materialistic value that relationships can bring. But then you have the people like me that we don't have many friends, which is by choice. I'm not really the, I'm not really the type of person to call people with my problems. I like I tend to just work my shit out by myself, you know, that look for more of a, a person to be a confidant, a, a lover that can, you know, provide that safe place and that, you know, that safety net, you know, outside of just ourselves. Friends are great. You know, friends are great to have. But I mean, after 30, I look for my person. Where is that person that I can really take the layer off that I have to show the world all the time and have to show some of the people I love because they, you don't want people to see you weak, but you want to be able to show somebody those pieces of you. Maybe I'm the only one that's going to say it, but I don't mind saying it. You know what I'm saying? And maybe we all need to think about why we want love and why we're calling love to us. To make sure that our intentions are pure as to the reasons why we want them. Hell, once I looked at me, I was able to see, hell, I'm calling in a love that I rejected myself. I've been rejecting to give it to myself. Because I pushed aside, I pushed a piece of me to the side because I thought it was unworthy based off of what somebody else needs were in a relationship that I couldn't control what was happening then I let somebody else beat me up real bad not physically but emotionally about my worth and in both times I saw myself getting smaller and smaller until subconsciously I disappeared now I see as we hit this new year and as I you know, work on my New Year manifestations. I'm really starting to see the pieces that I'm playing and how things are playing out. And I just want everybody else to enter their New Year with the same understanding of whatever you're calling in. Please overstand the part that you are playing, whether it be consciously or subconsciously. All right, y'all. Until next time. Peace.